why, how, what are we doing here? It's all about love, grace, and truth. It sure is difficult to embrace change if you don't have hope for a future. Difference of opinion is a strength, not a weakness. Doing great things requires great growth. This podcast is all about me. It's all about me. I'm Matt. I'm Jen. I'm Austin. I'm Kat. I'm Christina. I'm David. And this is the Epic Podcast, your weekly dose of mental foreplay. And this week we are talking about why we're doing this thing in the first place and how we got here going way, way back to the basement. Uh, we had a, <laughs> had, a, had a crew, had a crew of people having a conversation uh, on, on a weekly basis. It was kind of our version of uh, a search for higher truth a church of sorts. And um, I want to emphasize that word conversation because we weren't really ever having debates. You know, sure we were going through and, and, and there was scrutiny being applied to ideas, but it was always in a, in a positive uplifting manner. We were investigating, trying to, to find out uh, that, that higher truth. And then as we did that, it seemed like it encouraged us to dream, inspired us to act. And out of our why, why we were meeting, we, we put together a conference. It was pretty cool. Um, pretty ambitious for just a couple folks. And uh, I would say it was a success. We didn't lose money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it, it, <laughs> You didn't lose money. Yeah, I, I didn't lose money. I guess, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point there. Um, the bills were paid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a success by the people who came standards yes, uh, absolutely people wanted to know what was next and that's uh that's where, where we met uh team tico and tina that are with us today uh we've come a long way we've gone from a basement to a conference to a website to a podcast now and uh this is an opportunity to kind of share our journey with you all so uh why we're here what we're doing any hot takes out there so it was my basement <laughs> here, Austin's basement. And uh, I realized most people would be on audio, so I should say my name. Here in the great white north of northern Michigan. And the journey, it is actually really cool to hear kind of, yeah, that is a lot of us met at a church, but not all of us. Uh, David and Christina, or Tico and Tina, we met them at the conference. Um, and yeah, it was about... Where are we going to go from here? Because one of the big things we, you know, took away from that time in the basement is like, it's great if we have this nice little kind of family atmosphere and we all know each other really well and we've grown a lot and become close <laughs> and learn things. But at some point we kind of looked around and realized, so what else, why, why know all this stuff? Why learn all this stuff if it's not to do something about it? And I know for years I was a pastor in the church world, Christian church world. And there was kind of this dissatisfaction I felt all the time. And a lot of people feel is that's great. We meet in our church building every Sunday morning and we, you know, hug each other and shake each other's hand and pat each other's back. But what are we doing? Are we doing anything out there in the world? Are we actually 
getting this message or getting what we believe out there. And while we're a long way away from those kind of church concepts in a lot of ways, it still was kind of that core desire to do something and be something to the world that, you know, we just started. And yeah, now here we are. What is it? Two, let's see, that was Spirit and Truth 2016. So we're now in 2019, OMG. So it's been a journey. Some have come and gone, including Kat. You were gone for a while. Yeah. And now you're back. You only got to talk about it. <laughs> bring that up every well, time. No. <laughs> every time in this first episode. Yes. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm so far. It's true. Every episode we talk about it. Right. right? Yeah. That, that scrutiny of ideas really just. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious uh, for David and Christina, what was it about that conference that you had to figure out how you could be a part of what we were doing or at least know what was going on next? Honestly, like that wasn't even in our minds per se, although <clears throat> we actually, the way that we um, got introduced to the conference is a long story, which I won't go into, but there were a, a lot of funny things that, like it was very seemingly random, but feel like we felt like it wasn't random or whatever, um, just because of the way that it happened. And we were definitely that year, in 2015, we we're in major search mode and it was continuing into 2016. And the chance to go to the conference um, was, big to us like it felt like okay something's gonna happen from this conference we went um we met you guys but it wasn't well we just i think we just met austin saw cat at austin i'm not even sure if we saw matt and jen but i saw matt and i, I saw... was i was security looking all buff and stuff so <laughs> oh, yeah, I, had a, I had a wee one at the time that i was running around trying to oh yeah how occupied. old was he he was a little wow. like three that's three-ish yeah um we actually oh, took my mom along with us so that she could take care of our kids because we took them with us too but anyway so we were feeling like something big was going to come out of the conference but we went away from it feeling like we didn't really like we loved the conference like we were totally tuned into the conference and it was awesome but then we just went back home and it was like okay great we're back to our normal life and nothing nothing big came out of it and then i sent an email to austin and he replied and there was just a, a series of emails back and forth from that point, And he invited us to come up and chat with everybody, meet everybody and see what was going on with you guys. And I guess at that time we didn't realize, I think that you were in that beginning of stages of stuff. Um, but we were just excited to have the chance to hang out with people that had different beliefs and like that were pushing the envelope and, um, yeah, really, honestly, for me, at least, I, I won't speak for David, um, but for me, it was totally all about having the chance to go deeper in our understanding of God and Bible. And, and okay, I will say, we have always had in our hearts that we wanted to be part of a team doing something. We wanted, to, we, we have always felt like we were going to find like-minded people and work on a project with them. Like, that's been in our hearts since I think like 2005. And so there's an aspect of that, that we were like, can this really be 
Is it possible that this could be finally the thing? Because we had been designing our lives around being able to be flexible, to be able to join up with something at some point. And so we were pinching ourselves like, is it possible? <laughs> um, yeah. And so it went kind of from that first trip that we made and made a bunch more trips after that. And, and I, I do want to kind of bring up to that. You guys drove a really long way to make that happen. And then you get to your, you're almost there and you turn on this dirt road. You know, dude, how <laughs> how long true. is this dirt road? Like where <laughs> are we? We were a little like, what the heck? Cause we, I mean, we had met Austin briefly, like I had like a three minute conversation maybe introduced mm-hmm. with, from another friend. And so we were going to, his and his wife's house like just <laughs> kind of blindly it's a whole different austin isn't it? Well, actually do you remember that michigan like, roads are insane. yeah right before we got to his house there was this dude by the side of the road he oh we he helped had, a guy out yeah. yeah we helped a guy but that wasn't weird or anything out. okay <laughs> oh well i didn't think it was weird i mean it was <laughs> Did you guys drive past snowing. the prison? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's true. I don't know mm-hmm. if we did then or not. No, I don't think so. I don't think we did at I, that time. I, I would have been no weirder. I don't know where the hell the heck we got to where we got. Anyway, our GPS, was, the GPS and oh, yeah, your house right. is not great, Austin. And so we were, it, it, it was telling us to keep going into like, like what looked like a field. <laughs> the woods. For, that's like, right. We have to walk out. Like, like, uh, <laughs> something's not right here. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was a bit of a interesting. So good, so good. <laughs> we survived. We survived. You guys had no clue that where you were going oh. <laughs> into, yeah, the basement, out in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird. You guys ever are brave. That had to be a god thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get mean, all like, here honestly, like we've been yeah. driving for eight hours. We might turn around. <laughs> this may not be worth yeah, it. No. <laughs> So if you're a listener or you're watching right now, just know that like you're, you're being invited into the figurative basement without having to go through the peril of driving into <laughs> a, in the middle of nowhere. Welcome <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> that should be something about the name of the podcast. That was a good, pre- Welcome that was to a good the, your place of mental foreplay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> graduated well, since then. I will say, going off of the conference, I think what stood out for me is that one, just the sheer manpower or the lack of manpower that we were able to pull off this conference, but also the people who came to this conference. Um, We had four really big speakers and um, just people who... They were experts in different different fields, and our whole goal was to be very strategic on who we brought and crossing streams is how we call it. But the you know two different people, two different thoughts, and having them come together um, to kind of unify people that might have not normally hung out in different communities and ways of thoughts. Certainly, that's certainly a, a flavor of ours. Is that idea of of crossing streams of thought, and and that's. I mean, heck, it did start in the just the variety of people in the basement, and it kind of became part of our DNA of appreciating different viewpoints and not being threatened by new ideas. Ooh. Well, you talk about new ideas. Like, I still remember, like, Jennifer and I moved to Michigan and started Epic Nation Ministries back in, like, 2013. So we were doing, like, a very grassroots, um, you know, house church style 
initiative. And, but we were still checking out other churches in the area. And I remember um, seeing this, this church. I was like, dude, I don't know who meets here, but we're gonna have to go there at some point. And uh, we eventually came and the topic of the day was um, about the story in the stars. And, and, and Austin, you were speaking about a, a topic that was near and dear to you. Um, and talking about, you were talking about the kingdom. But I was like, dude, I need to know who's talking about the story of the stars. Like, I need to hear what kind of church message is coming out of this. And uh, it, was, it was the wild topic that, that, that drew me in. But then I got to talk to Austin afterwards. And uh, I was like, dude, like, we, we kept coming back. And then I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the basement. I don't know what's uh, out here. But this is, uh, well, I think just to clarify, so the church was, would meet, we'd sing songs, and then for that session, there were two different classes going on. So there was no main sermon. And then afterwards we got together and ate. And so it was very, not your traditional church service yeah. on top of that. That's the only time we did that. And you guys were there. We came to like, the last session of your guys is doing that. Was it like four weeks of that or something like that? I think so. Where we split up into classes. We were a church trying to figure out how to do church without, or be the church without doing church. I don't know. We were just, it was a bunch, a bunch, a small, I mean, I think there was maybe 60 of us there at the time, and every, almost everyone there was a former church something or other, you know, either lead volunteer or pastor or something. It was just people who loved God, loved Jesus, and were just trying everything we could to keep meeting and keep being church without figuring out all the wrong ways to do it. And in the end, we closed it down <laughs> on purpose. And I think that in itself shows speaks volumes because you know so many times like oh this church ended our i stopped going to this church because they split and it was just really not pretty and whatnot but then to be part of something that said hey we actively closed because we felt the leading and the calling from the spirit to do something different um to take mm -hmm. that risk so i think that's the beauty of that piece and then this was birthed yeah. later we were already doing a study in the basement like mm -hmm. so there was Sunday morning and then there was i think it was sunday night and uh, you know, a handful of people, obviously, uh, Matt and Jen, and Kat, you were coming at the time. Um, and then when the Sunday morning thing closed down, we just kept doing the Sunday night thing. And a few more people kind of came and added. And I think at our peak, what we maybe had a dozen to 15 people in the, in the basement. And it was always a different dozen to 15. There was kind of your regulars. There's probably 20 or 30 that would say they came on a decent, re decently regular basis. So it was a pretty cool pretty cool community of people. Right on. So, you know, the, the, the topic of that conference we've been referencing was, was largely eschatology. And I know that's, that's near and dear to the hearts of uh, some of the people here. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what, what does that word mean? Eschatology, study of end times. I mean, I might, there might be a more technical way to say that, but I'll leave that yeah. to the, the passionate folk. <laughs> Which, you know, I just learned today that passionate is like the root root of passion is suffering. So all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's what the passion of the Christ means. Oh. <laughs> that's also the where you become passion. Mm. Mm. So with suffering. Passion fruit. Yeah. It's going to make you suffer. It tastes horrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, it tastes horrible. I'm not a fan either. So yeah, eschatology, well, I mean, epic, I mean, you know, E-P-O-C-H, right? Uh, if you're, if you grew up in good Bible thumping churches, you probably heard epoch, uh, especially if it was King James. Uh, 
<laughs> but it is pronounced epic. Google it. It's got the little upside down E. Um, and uh, it means basically a, an age of time or a, a new season of time. Um, and it's the same word with, you know, E-P-I-C as far as like a big epic story. It's kind of the idea of an extended, uh, extended story and extended time. And when you add the story of the stars, it really begins to, to kind of layer on additional meaning that we're coming into the age of Aquarius. We, you know, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And um, we are coming into a new epic, a new part of the story. And it, Aquarius comes, you know, we're coming out of Pisces, which is, you know, a cool little thing people don't realize. Like Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Well, Pisces is the sign of the fishermen, right? Abraham and Moses uh, were 2,000 years before that during the age of Aries. And Aries is the sign of the ram, right? And that, that God would give the lamb and stuff like that. So you get these concepts and now we're coming into Aquarius, which is the sign of the man. Um, there's a mis- very common misconception that it's a woman. It's, it's, it's gender neutral. It's just mankind. Um, but, uh, and that's a man pouring out the vessel of water out of a, out of a clay jar, which is the sign that we would now be giving this, our spirit, uh, and, and, into the world. So time is changing and it's no doubt when you add the component of technology and transportation and information, like humanity is undergoing the most massive amount of change it has ever experienced ever. And it's, and it's, it's exponentially bigger than if you added all change in the previous 6,000 years, we, we experienced that in a year now. Just that much change and that much information, and um, there's you you cannot get away from the reality that we are we're not just on the edge of it. We are becoming something different. Humanity is becoming something different than it ever has been, and it's just going to get faster and faster. So, hence we're coming into a new epic, and this is the epic podcast. Indeed. And I, I do want, as much as I'd like to take credit for uh, thinking I was ahead of my time when it came to naming Epic Nation Ministries back in 2013, before I knew, before I knew any of, the, of y'all, like I didn't have that understanding of Epic. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> um, and We wouldn't have told anybody. <laughs> um, however, you know, we, where we started with that, that study of the ages with the Epic, uh, things have, have grown significantly. We've got business and leadership, uh, finance and economics. We've got health and lifestyle, education and media, spirit and personal development, and oh no, yeah. oh, science and technology. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and so it's branched out to encompass all the things that are, you know, the, some of the main verticals that are going on, the main categories of our lives that are going on right now. Um, and I know personally, that's, that's, that's a big draw. Like I have, uh, you know, my, my solo gig outside of the, the super band here is Evolving <laughs> Parent. And I take on a, a wide variety of topics, but it's all from the perspective of a parent. Whereas what I do here, you know, I feel like we have much more uh, opportunity to, to dive in, into any number of topics from any number of perspectives. Anybody else have any kind of desires or like, go. Yeah. 
I was going to say that the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is that for me, uh, kind of like what, what put the hook in me, if you will, um, was precisely eschatology, but it was the, um, the teaching of, um, of Jonathan Welton's teaching of raptureless. Um, cause Christina was like, Hey, this is, this is one of the guys that we're going to be listening to, uh, or the conference is going to be this guy. Okay. And we listened to it, to his teaching together, didn't we? Or something like that. Well, we were listening to stuff on the way, but I don't remember what it was. Well, I think, I don't know. But anyways, I knew enough of, 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 of history, um, in that particular era to, uh, to be like, holy crap, could this be real? Mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of like, oh my word, this is real. This, this is, this is, uh, this is legit. And then just kind of get having it reinforced. And then uh, that kind of laid the foundation for uh, all the ages teachings and, and all that stuff. And, and I mean, <laughs> right around that time, it was just, uh, it, it felt like I was in the eye of the storm. It felt calm. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, you could see the cars flying around and cows and houses. <laughs> and and you're like, you know, wow. <laughs> you know, and uh, it, it was just, it was just so mind blowing. And uh, I remember the, the biggest thing that, that caught me was the feeling of peace because I was like, wow, this, a makes sense and b um it, it wasn't theology that made me feel afraid it wasn't a, i mean as 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 bad as it sounds it wasn't like the church theology that seems to be based on fear you know don't do this don't do this don't do this because you can get this you can get that you can you know it's kind of like uh shoot what was that um keanu reeves movie where you could get a demon by you know tag you're you got a demon you know by touch you know uh it 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 was something else it was like hey we have the power you know we we have power we are we're you know we have god inside of us and it to me that's from that era um driving through the scary woods to the basement (laughs) yes um that's the thing that kind of sticks in my mind wow you know i I remember just thinking of, wow, peace. You know, I I can I can learn things that I did not learn before because they they would be like, hey, if you start learning that, you can get a demon, you know, or <laughs> if you just you know open the the Quran, then you know you turn into a Muslim. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you can edit yeah, that. That's such a fear. <laughs> such a fear-based driven life like it was there was so much there was so much of that you know all right and I think for me like that grace component really came in for me because you know it's really easy to think of you know if I open the door a little bit then I'm gonna be demon possessed by 12 demons and then like I'm stocking up because the world's gonna end and we're gonna be diseased and I need seven years of food and the supply kit and I need to know how to like do open heart surgery because all those people are going to be gone and, and whatnot. And so for me, having the rapture-less message was really hopeful and um, I don't know, it, it helped me walk in empowerment knowing that, you know, 
God's going to protect me or he's going to empower me to, to, to make things happen and protect my family. So that was a really helpful thing for me. (laughs) The show must go on. So if you, if you guys, uh, have any chance to watch these podcasts they're on our channel and there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you don't get to hear <laughs> on the audio version <clears throat> so i would recommend that right i uh I, I think going back to something that david was saying about being in the eye of the storm i know like jen and i we're, we're close to austin but we were still 45 minutes away and so the drives afterwards, we would try to digest what we just talked about for the previous three or four hours, whatever it was. Five Some or six. Just deep <laughs> conversations going on. And be like, oh, I, I think, well, what do you, what do you think about this? Because I, I genuinely wanted to know what somebody else I'm, I'm, I thought was on my level was having, <laughs> having thoughts about what we were talking about. Because it was so like, it went so against the grain to everything I had accepted. And yet it made so much more logical sense, like mm. from, from A to B to C, like it made so much more sense and i didn't have to take these giant uh leaps of, of faith to just oh just just trust it works just trust um, <laughs> right um don't question just trust and uh i it was a pretty what like that was like a two-year like period of just every week <laughs> jello mind mush mind for uh, <laughs> like I, I needed the the rest of the week to kind of recover and prepare and like bring questions and even though i didn't say a whole lot i'm sure during those those conversations and and so this is a weekly podcast but i i hope that it uh it causes fits for somebody else too because <laughs> because that, that, that period of my life there was so much change and it was so good for me because you when you get into ministry sometimes the uh the pressure to not ad- admit that you're wrong about something or that you you changed your mind about something is real like because all of a sudden you know, people right. trust you to have done all that work and yeah you can have done all that work and study and whatnot and then two years later have what you would, you would have maybe previously considered a, a heretical belief. You know, <laughs> I am now a heretic of my considered, you know, the person I well, was five years ago. The funny thing is that I, I, I guess, it, I don't know. Anyways, in, in my estimation, I feel like there's a lot of people in ministry that can't even hmm. you know, make heads or tails of what they believe, to be honest. And um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of fluff coming from the pulpit. You know, it's a lot of, you know, this is how these are practical. This is practical advice for your life. You know, nothing to do with the Bible, nothing to do with. Yeah. Anyways, well, maybe I should just not go off of that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. One, oh, go ahead, Kat. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> there's one that rocks his paper duel you had there. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I feel like a lot of times, especially from the pulpit, a lot of it is regurgitation of what they were taught. Like a lot of them, yeah. not to, I don't know, I don't want to burn bridges or get a demon, whatever, but um, <laughs> I think a lot of times they didn't question. They didn't think of that, like think through that themselves. They're just like, oh, this is law or this is what we teach or this is what this says and I'm not going to dig into that personally. We're just going to relay it to the congregation so yeah i feel like i mean i don't like any sort of feeling for myself of like separation of like oh that's them and that's their problem what i um was thinking about when matt was talking was something that we talk about or that is a recurring theme in this group and it's the whole concept of the spiral of truth 
And that's something that, that I guess I changed a lot in my way of thinking uh, about truth because truth has been a really big deal to me since I was like about 18. I went through a Bible study, Bible study, book study. Um, and it was about the concept of you don't have to believe every thought that comes into your mind or that not, not all the thoughts you have are yours and, and that kind of stuff. So, so since that time, I've realized the power of what you believe and the power of truth. And so it was always a big deal to me to dig down and try to figure out what the truth about something is. And so to some extent that put me in a little bit of a fear based place because I was afraid to get, get it wrong, I guess. Hmm. Um, Or I was afraid of not finding the right formula, I guess. But understanding the concept of the spiral of truth where something can be true, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the highest truth and that there are levels of truth um, and a, a higher truth does not necessarily just wipe out the lower truth. The lower truth can still be true, but, and it's kind of funny because you can think of it as like going deeper, but you also can think of it as higher truth. So I don't know, however you want to think about it, it's the concept that there's always another layer i feel like um or at least there's a lot of layers and that's something that was really helpful to me coming into this group was understanding oh i wasn't wrong per se i just didn't have a wider understanding like i can continue to gain a bigger understanding of stuff and so um yeah just in in approaching every aspect of life now i have a, a bigger freedom because of that uh, way of thinking i feel like so you know the the, it, the bible talks about being washed by the water of the word one of my favorite little typologies and if you just meditate on anything god created so if the word is water how many how many forms of water are there as liquid solid and gas mm-hmm. right so that that's the same word can can take different forms and different shapes and it's still water it's still the word. And it's just one of those. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't it the only element that actually can be all three states of matter? Mm. I want to say false. I feel like there's a metal. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong. Like, anyway, it's pretty cool regardless. <laughs> regardless of my scientific inaccuracies. <laughs> I am not the expert on science. So. <laughs> I play one on TV, so it's good. <laughs> sure. Mm. You were going to say something, Jen? Oh, I was just going to give an example of to, of, to piggyback on Tina's spirit, a spiral of truth. So kind of thinking of a baby, like a baby sits and that's their truth. Like this is my truth of, my, of being able to move. And then they start crawling and like, oh, this is it. Like I've made it. And then they start walking and running and then riding bikes. And so even though in every stage of development, that's their, that's their truth, that's their reality, but they keep growing and that's just the same on a spiritual level. And I think a lot of people just need to turn that, that light on and say, Hey, as I grow and as I learn and as I study and mature, my truth is going to evolve with me. And it's not that what I was living in two years ago was false and that I was detrimental to my, my development. And you know, it's quite the opposite. If you didn't go through that truth, you wouldn't be where you are today. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the whole yes. And concept also is, is a great thing Mm because it's, it's not, no, I have to turn my back on all that stuff. Like that was so 
bad and evil necessarily. Um, it's like it's building on more and more. For sure. So one of the things for me. Go ahead, oh, go ahead man. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Just us going. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so going back to 2013, one of the things I did know about the word epic is that it purely means the beginning of a new period of time in its most basic sense. And I think one of the things that we've really made it a point of at the epic.org is to bring in people who have a vision of what this future looks like. And so people who are not, not scared of it, but are embracing it and seeing solutions and seeing the possibilities that exist within it. I know I, I, that's, it's really important to me to, to not have that, to take out that fear element and, and mm-hmm. embrace that. That was where I was actually going to uh, <laughs> the uh, um, my hook at the beginning was, you know, it's, it's very difficult to embrace the future if you don't have hope for, or you embrace change if you don't, don't have hope for a future, because if it's hopeless, then all change is scary. Right. And so the bringing in people who there's a growing amount of experts that are, realizing, you know, the future can be bright. And I think, you know, it's, it's a, a daily, <laughs> a daily battle in the media for whether or not the future is going to kill us all or going to save us all. Right. And if you, depending on the subject you look at medical technology, finance, political, religious, like is literally, is it going to kill us today or is it going to save us? We're not sure. And, and it's we'll just see. amazing. What? I was going to say, we'll see in 12 years. <laughs> right. That's the latest. Uh, although the, the same prediction was made, ironically, 12 years ago by Al Gore, too. So, um, And here we are. So it's just, you know, it's if you understand the story in the stars, you can actually understand that there is a future. And it doesn't mean that the, the, the change will be painless. It doesn't mean that there won't be, you know, potential disasters and catastrophes and all sorts of crazy but the future is written in the stars and time has proven that that story is truth and that story does continue to unfold and it's whether or not and you know david brought up getting rid of the idea of the rapture and uh to elaborate a bit on jonathan welton and what he teaches about matthew 24 and and the different uh teachings on how 70 AD when Jerusalem was destroyed and Israel lost its place in the political scene essentially of, of Rome and their entire system was destroyed that the prophecies about the end times that so many people are afraid of were actually the end of that age. They were end of, the end of the age of Aries coming into Pisces and therefore we don't have to read the Bible and be freaked out but we can actually read the Bible and understand that something came 2000 years ago and we've been living in it. And now we've got a whole new book to read and a whole new book to write and everything is changing, but it doesn't have to be this scary battle between, you know, die or live. It can be something about thriving versus hiding in fear. (laughs) And clearly the epic in the podcast and all this we we believe that there's some amazing speakers out there that can teach you how to thrive. 
And I know one of the things that I, I really appreciate about this group of people specifically is that, uh, I mean, speaking of books, maybe uh, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, it's you, you have these people who start in, in, in drastically different places, but they go on this journey and, and it's not about the end, but, but by the end, they've become, they, they've kind of grown into their identity. They've discovered who they are and are now operating out of that place as opposed to um, this place where they maybe were consumed by the everyday troubles of life or just simply didn't have a, a, a bigger picture or a, a belief that they could have a, a bigger purpose. So it's been a privilege to, to kind of grow alongside all of you. And I, uh, oh, I love teams. <laughs> thanks. Thanks squad. squad. <laughs> Team but, girl squad. <laughs> I think that's the purpose of life too. I mean, to have some kind of greater goal and objective in life and some kind of development and growth. Um, Cause if not, it's, it can be a rough life out there. And I think there's lots of people out there looking for, you know, hope for a future, um, a purpose, uh, kind of a map of how do I make sense of all this? And I think that's kind of the purpose that we're going through with creating the um, website as well as this podcast is, is saying, Hey, you know, you have your personal, um, researchers here look listening through speakers and podcasts and and whatever and coming together on a weekly basis to talk about things that we find interesting and we hope that our our listeners find interesting um and that um we're not just listening to everything on the news and and that we hear and Mm -hmm. we're we're questioning and we're talking through it we're giving logical explanations asking tough questions and then we're sharing our, our thought process and learning process with everyone. And, and I'd, I'd like to, to add a, the dynamic that we here, um, yeah, we've been a, a crew for a long time, but at the same time, we're kind of coming from quite different places in the sense that, like I mentioned earlier, I have uh, a show I'm working on called Evolving Parent. Um, there are other ventures out there. Plug them, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So newagechristianity.org. Uh, I have a podcast as well. Kat has been on there. Actually, no, that episode airs in two weeks. So oh. you haven't been on there yet, officially. Um, I know I want to get every one of you guys on there. And um, that's really, New Age Christianity is a lot of the, uh, a lot of the spiritual side of the questions that we're kind of rocking our world in the basement um, have found an even more specific voice on there. And I think obviously Epic has brings in other components like all the other parts of life. Cause we aren't just, you know, spiritual thinkers. We're also, you know, parents and we have to deal with finances and we have to deal with technology and, and business and work and everything like that. So, um, but the spiritual side of it, I spent a lot of time. That's, I was a teacher for years um, in a professional sense in the church. And then uh, also working on uh, something called Belief IQ, which is an understanding that your life is a perfect reflection of your beliefs. Ergo, if you want to change your life, change your beliefs. So those two projects are, um, Kat's been working with me in a lot of those. And we got some other people as well. Kaylee, who, I don't know, are we ever going to have guests on here? No. Who knows? (laughs) Anyway. She was a part of uh, Epic in the beginning, and, and it's, it's morphed a couple times. And uh, 
so she's helping with new age christianity as well so and then uh, i know those aren't the only projects are they david and christina <laughs> um yeah we have um a blog ticoantina.com and we've dabbled in various things over the years but the main component that has been in my heart at least is the whole thing of truth and freedom um helping people find greater freedom in their lives and sort of what it is centered around and we're kind of evolved we're still kind of evolving it um but the concept of just finding freedom in all areas of your life and making it practical to live your purpose, like find your purpose and live your purpose essentially. So there's a lot of practical stuff on there and yeah, we have a lot of plans for growth in the future, but how long have you guys been doing that one? Um, I think we started in 2006, but like it was totally just personal life stuff. And there's still a decent amount of that on there, but we we started evolving it a little bit more towards um, being more helpful to people in maybe like 2015, <laughs> end of 2015, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, and I I will say part of we all have our different personal projects going on, um, but on top of that, we are writing blogs to go inside with our um, podcasts and you guys probably didn't know this some of you did maybe not um, but I <laughs> I write poetry and so um, as we as we go through this this evolution of what we're doing um, we will be writing podcasts and I have decided to share my poetry with the world which is really hard because it's very near yes. to me so every podcast or every blog that I will be writing. We'll have some poetry in there. Of nice. nice that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun flavor thing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool. What's really cool about the way that we're doing this is we're each going to be writing our own article viewpoint. Well, David and I are kind of doing it together because that's how we do our stuff, but coming, so going out and researching whatever the topic is, getting our own kind of thoughts together about it, writing our own more long form thoughts about it down in a blog post and then coming together and talking about it here. So any time that you're intrigued by anything that any of us say, there's probably a lot more about it in our personal article for the week. So that's yes. another thing to check out. And I'm a musician, so there will be an, uh, a music a song. For everyone. <laughs> 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 I actually love the addition of art. Yeah. You yeah. yeah you're yes. upping the ante. You yes. do a dance well, I mean, yeah. one has their projects. I'm like, my project is writing and I've really struggled it for a really long time. Do I put it out there? Do I not? Because of sensitive feelings. And then I figured, you know, we're already doing this. Don't make it a big deal. Just share. Share with nice. the people and the people that will enjoy it will enjoy it. So right. and I'll enjoy that. That's awesome. All my moral support finally paid off on that, right? <laughs> Yes, I don't get these words. <laughs> oh, that's that's fairly accurate. I think that's a direct quote. <laughs> the STEM student doesn't understand words. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll plug myself one more time there. Uh, evolvingparent.com is where I do a podcast. I do it on YouTube. It goes out to stuff like Spotify and iTunes and all that kind of stuff too. And, and I'm, I'm tackling 
things that I've learned since curating content for the epic.org and how that applies to parents not raising their kids for the world that we're surrounded by right now, but the world that their kids will walk into when they uh, make their way through school and get out of the house and get a job. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, it's going to be just like the world they're walking into now, right? Uh, mm. Almost identical. Yeah. Or not at all, oh. but have to <laughs> tune into that podcast coming up. Yes. No, I don't know why I'm, I, the world that's coming is like, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. What is, when's the singularity supposed to be here? Whew. Well, it's uh, either five years or a hundred years, depending on who you talk to. But uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray Kurzweil is the one that really, really got me. He uh, put out a, tr- a uh, prediction of 2029 that artificial intelligence and automation would be doing all the tasks that humans do now at a human level by 2029. So that was the big wake up call for me. I mean, he's got a uh, pretty spectacular 30 year track record of like with, I don't know, 85% success or something like that. Um, I don't know how you measure predictions so much, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So even if he's off by five, 10 years, it's still a, a drastically different place. Cause it's not like all of a sudden one day there's going to be a change. Like we're already moving that way. You know, cars are beginning to be able to be self-driven you know, more and more yeah. processes are, are feeling pressure from whether it's economic pressure or whatever. And so technology is taking over in certain places. So again, I don't, you know, not, not to be a Luddite about things where I'm going to go smash, you know, the machinery that is taking my job, but instead learning how I can not just exist, but thrive in this new, this new environment that is enveloping us at this moment that we're creating as active creators. Yeah, well, that's and that's why I kind of thought uh, it, it was worth mentioning because you know you're talking about your kids graduating around that time, right? And they go into a they grow and they go into a world where the idea of probably going to McDonald's and getting a job doesn't exist, right? In a lot of ways, I mean, it might on management levels and stuff like that, but a lot of your burger flippers and your and your entry level jobs are going to not exist, and then you you throw that into the world. I mean, I I hope to be alive at that point too. So when I consider my own employment or my own future and, you know, it's not just kids, it's, it's all of us are stepping into a world and and moving into a world where if you're not embracing the future, it will embrace you. If you know what I'm saying, (laughs) like it's not going to go away. It's exactly, it's not going away. It's not going away. And, um, it's also, it's the same thing happening. I mean, if I don't know a lot of people are talking about it this way. It's clearly front of mind for me with New Age Christianity. The same thing's happening in the spiritual world, right? The church model and the, it really the my religion versus your religion model, like people are getting sick of it, right? Yeah. So even how we think about, and the politics is following the same thing. I think it's, I think everything, whether it's politics religion, technology, the workforce, money, entertainment, like it is all getting too ridiculous. And the world is just begging for better systems and a higher way of thinking. And historically, when, when humanity reaches those points, it kind of, uh, it stutters and stutters, stutters, and then it just, boom, and it just goes, it just kicks right up over that next level to where I believe we're kind of in that stuttering 
certain ideas and certain things and it feels good for a minute and then it's not so good. And it just, and this feels like, Oh, I got this. And then all of a sudden, no, I don't got this. But I think we're, we're in the next 30, 40 years where all of this trial and error and all of this feeling of tension and Oh my gosh, what is happening? It's going to land in such a way that there's going to be some really core ideas that I believe the spirit of the spirit will land in the mind of humanity that allows us to really begin to think differently about just everything. And, you know, it, it gets really, really, uh, really tangible when you think about kids graduating high school. And that's why I love the idea of evolving parent. And for, for when you get into more ideas like spirituality and stuff, it gets a little bit less tangible, but you can all still feel it. You all see it and everything in between. That's what I would say, you know, this, going back to this this epic podcast this project for me is about instead of you know closing your eyes and you know screaming all the way down the freeway at a thousand miles an hour in the car that you can't drive because you're too scared to just grab the wheel you know push in the clutch and start doing your best to steer this thing and actually steer your life on purpose and i think there's been so many millions of people who wake up in the year 2035 and freaking have no clue what happened to their life because they don't have a job and they don't, they don't have a skill set for the future. Their kids are lost and their parents are, you know, out of money. I mean, it's just, there's just a lot of potential for, um, unless the society comes up with different solutions to fix that, but there's going to be powerful people who listen to this podcast, hint, hint, <laughs> who, have learned what's coming and, and, and taking it by the whole, you know, taking the bull by the horns, if you will, and have, and become the people they want to become on purpose. So. I, I kind of got the, um, for some reason, I got the analogy of, of like the Renaissance, you know, um, you, mm-hmm. you went from a period of, of darkness from the dark ages, and then you, uh, you're shifting to a period of, of learning and, um, and of all these uh, technological advances that happen, the, the, the only thing is nowadays communication is almost going to be it, or <laughs> not almost going to be, it's going to be like dumping a bunch of gasoline inside of the fire, in the fire, mm-hmm. because technology will advance and it will be widespread almost immediately because of the internet, because of the way that, that people communicate. And so, um, I mean, it's just kind of understanding that that's going to happen and, uh, and kind of riding the wave for reals and not, not trying to fight it. Yep. I love it. <laughs> so on a weekly basis, what viewers and, and, and listeners can expect is us to take a topic and to have, you know, really gone through it from our individual perspectives and then we come in here and we have a conversation about it. Like I'm sure we could do an episode where we talk about the future of employment in the digital age. Mm-hmm. Um, Get out of town. <laughs> um, and <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, the the idea is that you know we're trying to f- to figure this thing out just like everybody else. But you know one of the things I love about New Age Christianity is that it's trying to figure out how to do community in a new way. And we're mm-hmm we're having this conversation in a new way. It's no longer in a basement. Now we're recording it. We're broadcasting it. People can access it on demand whenever they want, wherever they are. 
And so from their own basements. <laughs> just powwow around the speaker and, and listen to people have a conversation. No, and, and the idea that we, you know, we, we joke and have the idea of the epic podcast being your weekly dose of, of, of mental foreplay. The idea is that it, this is just a primer. Like we, yes, we're having a conversation, but it's to prime a conversation for you to have with other people in your life. Um, and so you can expect us to, to go through a variety of topics, ones that we think are pertinent and important. And I think those are really mean very close to the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the mental foreplay, we're just here to warm them up. Is that what you're saying? That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. So there does anybody, anybody have any, any closing thoughts or things you, that you wanted to get out that you didn't have a chance to get out? This would be the time. Well, I wanted to tell people, you know, if you're listening to this stuff and you're like, Hey, I'm really curious about this or whatever. And, and you yeah. want to reach out to us, just go ahead and do it. Um, yeah. We're on the social medias and uh, <laughs> interwebs. Internet. <laughs> on the interwebs. You will um, submit your message via a series of tubes and it will reach us and we'll respond. <laughs> With pigeon. Yes. You know, and if you have a topic that you want us to research or, you know, look up, send that down the tubes yeah. also or up the tubes <laughs> i guess i'll say something now um, say it. i think i think i feel like our secret sauce as a as a team is sort of we're each we each bring our own flavor of rebel to the table uh we're all rebels in a way we're all on the fringe a little bit no i'm but not <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to put you, put you all in a box. No, I was rebelling you or anything. Um, but yeah, we all have a different, a little bit of a different take on stuff, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. a it's a wild ride sometimes. Um, some of these people have quite the personalities, and I don't know. Actually, I wanted to. I, I feel. I feel kind of lame going into kind of like a more um, serious note of sorts, but not really serious, but like I actually kind of wanted to tell you guys all what I appreciate about you and you can cut it out, Matt, if you don't want it in there, but tell me what you appreciate <laughs> about me. So we've just, we've been on a, on a fairly, it feels like a fairly long journey together and uh, we've all grown. We've all had our feelings hurt. We've all done a lot of, growing yeah um and i guess cat being the one that we know the least because she has been here less of the time but i feel like you bring a real good energy um you're spunky but yet chill at the same time it's kind of a funny dichotomy and it's it's a really good vibe and i feel like you really balance us out well so i'm really glad you're here thank Um, you yeah and uh jen you you Honestly, like I'm so confused by you, like a lot of the time, because you're you're constantly <laughs> me surprising me. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly surprising me, like with the stuff that you come out with. And I've always been um, intrigued by artist mindsets, um, and I think that's really cool that you're gonna add poetry to your post. And mm-hmm. but but yet you're also structured. It's it's a funny a funny mm-hmm. thing is your structured artist mind. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Mm. but that's really cool and we need that and i i really really appreciate the structure but i don't like having to do it myself so i'm really glad that you kind of take that over yeah. and i appreciate that you are so willing to speak heart into 
situations and communications at times when it's mm-hmm. needed. And Matt, you, um, just your heart for people, like that's something that I feel really strongly comes through in everything that we, I don't know, and, and all the stuff that we've gone through, I just, even though you, you have your snarky humor <laughs> and stuff all the time, like that's needed. But yeah, at, at the, the core, you have a real heart for people. And I really appreciate that. And your desire to really have good, good communication as well. David, you, I don't have a lot to say to you because we're, <laughs> we're one in this, I feel like. You should but, have the most to say. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I feel like we approach this unified. And so we're pretty much on the same page about stuff. But you have, like, I really appreciate your technical mind that comes into stuff and your viewpoints. And your humor that comes out at the most odd moments on these, on these calls. Um, I never admit I, No. <laughs> uh, and then, Austin, I, I just really want to honor your um, growth in all of this. And not to say, oh, Austin needed to grow a lot. No, not, not that. <laughs> I know that you, <laughs> you had um, such a heart for this. And you were the catalyst um, that made this happen. And we all brought heart to this. We all had our own vision of sorts to some extent, but you were the catalyst that made it, that, that started it. And I want to honor you as the catalyst for it. And just the growth, the, the humility over the past couple of years of coming to the place where we can all be together in this, in the way that we are now is really cool. Just your servant's heart through the whole thing. Like you really had a servant's heart in wanting to lead and, bring us all along for this journey and I'm really glad that we're all at this point now like we went through some crap (laughs) but my fault cool no (laughs) it was everybody (laughs) I I don't claim that (laughs) and I think that's the unique part about it is that we're all friends voluntarily doing a project together whereas you know you might go to a job and you're like I have to do this my supervisor it's 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 us living life together as, as a team and you know, if we didn't have that, you know, I might not have an on moment, but Tina's having a, an, a moment. So she's able to lift me and carry me through my, you know, icky time. And when Tina's having an off moment, Austin can say something and, and, and get us through that. And I think that's what the world needs. And that's what you can expect to get when you listen to this podcast. I think it's exciting too, to, oh, sorry. You're good. Cut off the end of what you're saying. I just I'm said excited. podcast. <laughs> I'm excited um, to kind of give a good example of, of six different people with different approaches to their personal journey and their growth and what they're learning and, you know, taking the same topic, but approaching it dif- six different ways and then having a healthy and respectful conversation, even though we have differing opinions or, you know, different views on things. I'm, I'm excited to represent that because, because mm-hmm. I like you guys. Oh, we like you too, Kat. <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> I do want to say that that through all the growth and all the changes, I think one of the really cool things that came out of our, our journey is our library of content that we've put together and it's referenced in our blogs. And so if you're if you've listened to this and you're interested about, you know, any particular person's point of view, you know, you can dive into that specifically. And also 
um, you know, the things that we're researching on our way to putting this particular podcast together and the next one and the next one will, you know, we're, we're finding speakers and we're finding the best stuff that they got. And we're, we're putting that into our, our library, just linking to it and, uh, making it easy to find. So if there's a topic where we're like, Oh man, I, I really enjoy this topic and I want to learn more. Cool. We've got more on tap. It's not us, but it's good stuff. So, and that was a product of, I don't know, probably revision seven of the epic. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'd also like to add that we are a nonprofit organization and we can receive donations. So uh, if this, if this thing is something that you enjoy and you do become a weekly uh, participator in, in this mental foreplay, we, <laughs> we do accept that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's what I think everybody should have said. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the best request for donations ever. <laughs> they will never forget it. So, is it legal to pay for that? <laughs> Mentally, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should put that out to the consenting adults. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. I'm serious. I would never forget that if I heard that as somebody saying we accept donations. I would always <laughs> first place my money goes. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> oh, donations are cool because I, I think uh, there's if there's one thing that, that Epic.org has done, it's just give and give and give and give and give. Like we've been giving for three years now. It's not mm-hmm. like we've lined our pockets at any point ever. <laughs> so, yeah. in fact, I think the pockets have gone the opposite way to make this thing happen. Our pockets have unraveled. But no more. No more. No. <laughs> After that request for donations, guys, look at It's coming in. Lovely. Well, that said, uh, you can, if, if you found this on a podcast platform, you can find us at theepic.org. We'll be doing this every week, The Epic Podcast, your weekly dose of mental foreplay.